Welcome to Taiwan Headlines, news that impacts Taiwan's future. I'm Donovan Smith. A coalition of environmental activists has submitted over 700,000 signatures in support of a referendum to move the site of a proposed liquid natural gas terminal over concerns of damage to an algae reef in Taoyuan. The signatures submitted easily surpass the second stage legal threshold, so it will likely be on the ballot on August 28th. In other referendum news, President Tsai Ing-wen attacked a referendum to attack, sorry, to activate the mothballed fourth nuclear power plant, citing the lack of a long-term storage facility for spent fuel rods. On the KMT side, preparations are underway for nationwide forums to explain the party's stance on referendums. They even plan to hold them at the township and borough level. In a poll released by an educational foundation, 96.4% of respondents said it is important for future talent in the nation to be bilingual. 97.8% said it was important for future talent to possess the ability to innovate. 95.7% said it was important for future talent to have digital skills and 97.7% said it was important for future talent to demonstrate civic liber- literacy. The survey also showed that 80.6% of people agreed that the government should take measures to encourage exceptional international students in Taiwan to stay and work after graduating. Meanwhile, a different poll showed 67% of Taiwanese would refuse a COVID-19 vaccine produced by a Chinese manufacturer, while 24.3% would accept it. Asked whether they hoped Taiwan and China could resume meaningful dialogue, 77.9% said they did, while 13.7% said they did not. Asked about their opinion on U.S.'s assistance to Taiwan's defense, only 21.3% said they felt that the U.S. was sincere, while 61.1% said they felt the U.S.'s intention was to exploit Taiwan. The Ministry of Economic Affairs has been communicating with manufacturers with facilities in the nation's science parks and industrial zones to prepare them for a 15% reduction in daily water use ahead of a possible dry season during May and June. Minister of Economic Affairs Wang Meihua said, quote, there were no typhoons last year and less spring rain than usual this year. What happens if the monsoons do not come? We still need to prepare for June and July. The central bank has decided to leave its key interest rates unchanged. Following the decision, the discount rate remains at 1.125%, the lowest in the country's history. Meanwhile, the central bank has announced it will extend a loan facility to help small and medium-sized companies hit by the pandemic to the end of the year. Representatives of Lithuania's political and cultural elites have established a Lithuania-Taiwan Forum and chose a former Minister of Education as chair to strengthen economic, academic, cultural, and political relations with Taiwan. 
The pro-Taiwan organization is comprised of more than 50 founding members, including the country's economics minister, the deputy foreign minister, and the mayor of the capital city of Vilnius. Mainland Affairs Council head Chiu Taishan announced at a press conference that Chinese nationals would once again be allowed to apply to travel to Taiwan for business reasons. At the same event, however, he was asked about cross-strait relations and said the idea that bilateral exchanges can only proceed if one side accepts the other's positions is unfair, unjust, and an unrealistic request. He added, using a phrase borrowed from Henry Kissinger, whether we, whether or not we employ so-called constructive ambiguity will depend on the wisdom of both sides. However, when asked if the 1992 consensus was an example of such an approach, he replied, quote, the 1992 consensus has generated a great deal of controversy in Taiwan and is even the subject of disagreement within the KMT. So there's no way this term could be interpreted as constructive ambiguity. Responding to Cho later that day, KMT chair Johnny Chang, or Jiang Jitsun, said the consensus was indeed an example of constructive ambiguity as it gave the sides a means to seek common ground while setting aside their differences. In spite of Chiu's efforts to find the greatest common denominator that will bring mutual benefits and elicit the least controversy, China's Taiwan Affairs Office effectively killed it. Quote, if strategic ambiguity is merely a means of negating the one China principle, then the DPP is just playing word games and lacks sincerity, TAO spokesperson Zhu Fengnian said in a statement. Quote, only a return to the 1992 consensus will allow for the peaceful and stable development of cross-strait relations, she said. All right, that's our program for today. Be sure to hit like and subscribe if you're on YouTube. Hit that little notification bell. And I'm really excited to say and that we've got a new patron here on Taiwan Report. Thank you very much, Zeb. Your support really does mean a lot. It really does help keep this project going. If you'd like to join uh, Zeb and the other wonderful people who are supporting this program, please check us out at patreon.com slash Taiwan Report. This has been brought to you by the Taiwan Report. For more content like this, become our patron at report.tw. Hey, I'm the Taiwan girl.